welcome to another episode of Gen Talks Diaries and this is our candid conversation. Well, today in studio with me, I brought you the best of the best. I know that we all have been waiting for this moment and I myself have been extremely, you know, waiting for this moment because I am here with one of the phenomenal human beings on earth that I've ever met in my life and I mean, I will not introduce her and stuff, but let me just say that to add the cherry on top, we are here today in studio with our phenomenal doctor. I mean, she just graduated and I, we, and, and anyway, let us all congratulate her, you know? Yeah, Aww, she's actually made you, it, so you. congratulations, so doc. So um, I will just give her the platform so that she can at least introduce herself. Tell us who are you and where are you from? Yeah. Wow. Greetings to you all and to Sia, of course. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be here. I am Tafadzwa Mumbire, but now mm. Dr. Tafadzwa Mumbire. Mm, I mean, like, why not? Just a degree water. <laughs> <laughs> a degree water. So thank you so much, mm. to, so much for inviting me here. It's an honor and it's mm. definitely one of the best ways to end my time here in Russia. So oh, wow. I'm glad to be here. I'm ah. glad to be here. Oh, wow. Yeah, that warms the heart, man. Um, before we go forward, this is one human being that actually, you know, she's a sister to me and she's so dear, man. And it's one of the people that, you know, whenever things go sideways, you can say, I can count on this one. And that's why today in studio, I actually had to bring her in so that at least we can come and talk to you about this. This, I don't know whether to call it a monster or whatever and stuff, mm. but let's talk impos uh, imposter syndrome imposter syndrome um i don't know but doc maybe you can just take us off for somebody who doesn't understand what is imposter okay, syndrome okay okay so imposter syndrome maybe i can exemplify by giving an example of mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. Safe example. all right sia is a well-renowned person he works he's a student and here he is doing a podcast mm -hmm. so um imposter syndrome happens to attack people who are doing the best that they can but they never feel it's enough sure it, they never feel it's enough. This mm. imposter syndrome, you feel like you need to do more. You mm. may be well accomplished. Maybe you've got a job and you're earning enough. You're putting food on the table. You're doing everything you possibly can. But you will always feel like you are underappreciated or mm. you don't feel like what you're doing is enough. You feel like you need to do more. Take, mm. for example, a student who mm -hmm. is all about getting straight A's. All right. You know, they get straight A's. They do well. Maybe they study so hard for an exam. Yeah. And even when they get that A, they feel they need to work even harder to mm. maintain that record of A's, to maintain that complete sheet of excellent marks. That's mm. imposter syndrome. Never thinking you're enough. Never no. thinking that what you're doing is going to suffice. Wow. That's what I would describe imposter syndrome as. Mm. I think I feel guilty of this one. Never thinking you are enough or mm -hmm. never feeling like you are doing mm -hmm. enough. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I don't know, but doc, I think myself, there are times where I actually get to feel mm -hmm. like I'm not doing enough, mm -hmm. you know, being mm -hmm. busy or growing up as a young person, there are a lot yes. of things that we we want to, you know, dive into. There's a lot of stuff that we want to do, you mm -hmm. know, we want to be this and be that, catch this and catch that. And sometimes it's just like it's, you know, a roller coaster when it goes yeah. into a tunnel yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. You just go into it, right? And you feel like I'm not doing enough yeah. and so forth. But um I don't know 
where do you probably think this syndrome it or it comes from yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know funny you should ask that because whilst i was on my way here i was just thinking about it and mm. i actually did a bit of research trying to find out okay find who might have experienced this people we look up yeah. to people we hear about and i found that people like albert einstein maya sure. angelou also sure. went through the same thing where they were well accomplished people you know most of the things we're studying now are mm-hmm. as a result of the research that these great people have done mm-hmm. but they've all always felt like they didn't do enough they Mm. didn't do enough Mm. and i was also finding out from this uh, podcast i watched a couple of weeks ago where this woman spoke of how she grew up this is Mm. where the imposter syndrome actually started how she grew up her father was a pilot (coughs) sorry her Mm -hmm. father was a pilot and of course the whole family setup was like military style (laughs) being vulnerable is a weakness you know just being soft being able to show each other comfort and emotional support it's a weakness in that family so even if you get like straight a straight a marks Mm. from school Mm -hmm. going back home the dad would then go on to say like "Ah, your school must be an easy school for you to be getting straight a's like this Mm. so now it was growing up she consistently had to prove herself Mm. as well accomplished as she was and she's saying this in front of an audience that has 500 plus people she's well accomplished these people are here to listen to her and she's saying that to this day she still Mm -hmm. feels she needs to push herself because of how she grew up Mm. so i think maybe the circumstances we grow in can influence the mentality that we have because it all starts with your mindset (laughs) 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 it starts here you know the mentality Mm. that you have the mindset that you have the the, how are your parents raising you are they appreciating Mm. the little milestones that you're able to get through because that's where for some people it starts Whoa, you know whoa. that's where for some people it starts even hmm. with money you'll find that you're making money but you keep wanting to make more because more. it's never enough you feel like nah i need to make more i need to make more i need to do more i need to do more so i think hmm. maybe how you grow up hmm. the support that you get Good. are yeah. you underappreciated were you underappreciated as a, as a child to the point that even now as an accomplished doctor or like finance broker or whatever you may be, you may be. <laughs> can, can you still feel you need to do more because that's where I, I that's why I felt because now personal personally I don't feel like I experienced the imposter syndrome, syndrome yeah if yeah, anything yeah. I grew up with parents who were very supportive parents who mm. supported any decision I made Enjoyed, they yeah. literally said me they're like ah, why not you know so i don't feel i have experienced it to a greater scale mm-hmm. maybe to a very small scale yeah 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 mm-hmm. so wow um you know as you were saying that there was once a day where i was just um, i think i was talking to someone and mm-hmm. stuff and then um the person in through our conversation and stuff now i'm telling this person yeah no i want to do this i want to do that i want to do this i want to do that and stuff so the question came forth and the question was like will you ever like be enough will anything ever satisfy you will you Mm. reach that point of satisfaction and Mm. stuff and i don't know but i feel like um for people who do not reach that and stuff um somehow it's it 
it, it has to do with family, yeah, right? Yeah, but yeah. also I think it has to do with association in terms mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. what you see on the outside world and stuff. Because yeah. for me as my friend, I mean, right now, especially we're living in a toxic world yeah. of social media, yeah, you know, yeah. toxic world of social media and somebody on Instagram, maybe I just bought maybe an Android mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. stuff. And then the next minute, <laughs> you know, you are, you, you are on uh, Instagram and stuff and then all the friends there, they are with I, yeah, iOS, honestly, you get that, honestly, you know? So you honestly. feel like you are never good enough and mm-hmm. stuff because you're like, oh no, I just keep on, I have to keep on uh, going and stuff. But yeah. just a question to say that, mm-hmm. is there a point or should we all have that line of limitation to say that this is what is good enough for me? And once mm-hmm. we go beyond that, is, mm. is that maybe classified under imposter syndrome once you go beyond that line? Yeah, I, th- I don't know. It's a really a difficult question to mm-hmm. answer mm-hmm. because as opposed to comparison, you know, there's yeah. a very thin line between imposter syndrome and comparison because sometimes sure. comparison is what can lead to imposter syndrome in some cases. Mm. We just mm-hmm. spoke mm-hmm. of how the way you grow up influences it then we can also speak of comparison because like what you're saying you buy your android you get online you see everyone using ios now you feel you need to work more but maybe you did work as hard as you could to get this current android you're using you know so i think it's it's a really difficult question to answer because each person has a different goal that Mm. they set for themselves can we classify it or is it the same like success everybody's success is yes uh, you know it's variable <laughs> like some person someone might be happy to say iphone 8 plus for, for them that's success yeah. but for someone else they think paying rent uh, paying bills is successful Success. for them wow. being able to put food like it's a general thing it's relative if mm. I should say it correctly. Mm. Like someone's success, someone might think, Uguti, you coming to Russia is enough a success. But mm. someone might think, no, coming to Russia and establishing my life and my seeing life, what I can yeah. do and getting off my parents' allowance mm. is success to me. Success. So wow. it's relative in all sincerity. So can do I think that there's a limit? Mm-hmm. Or is mm-hmm. there like a bar? Uguti, a bar. now you're under imposter syndrome. Yes, I do. Yeah. And I think it's relative with each person. Mm. Wow. Uguti, now, now, now you're pushing yourself too mm-hmm. much. Don't you think think you've done enough enough, don't you think you've done enough that type of thing and um does this question go to the deeper essence of knowing yourself oh yes Mm. oh yes oh yes it does Mm. oh yes it does the same woman i was speaking of who said when she was growing up her dad Mm. consistently beat her down even if she would Mm. come home with straight a's he would always find some excuse maybe your school is too easy or something but now that she went to she went to therapy for her it took her going to therapy Mm. and her therapy now telling her that she's got this thing called imposter Imposter syndrome syndrome. she never knew she had it and that's the thing about imposter syndrome you don't know you have it Sometimes mm. you, you you don't know when wow. you think you're pushing yourself, you think you're doing good. And you the one thing about imposter syndrome, you don't appreciate anything good. You you really appreciate the milestones that you get through because mm. you're consistently mm. competing with the previous one or with somebody else's. Yeah, yeah. So you never know really is this something worth celebrating? If you do celebrate, maybe you just do it minimally and then you move on. Move on. You're constantly on the go. You are constantly on the go with imposter syndrome. Whoa, I feel like you were just speaking to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're just gunshotting me. 
but you are absolutely right. I feel like, um, especially to the part of appreciation, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like that cliche that obviously say appreciate the little things you have and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, in a way, it goes back to the part of it being like most of the time we constantly have this thing that um, when once I achieve something and stuff, when it's time for me to celebrate. I don't want to celebrate it enough mm. because it might go away or it might fade away or something might happen or something might like, happen yo, right like should I celebrate now exactly. what if something happens tomorrow? tomorrow what if I lose the job thank you what thank if something you ha- like <laughs> I understand I can yeah. totally relate with you I remember when I was teaching Lapa Erasia and mm-hmm. I was getting students I was really happy because I was making money you know I was able mm. to support myself mm-hmm. but I never spoiled myself mm. to the fullest that I, I, I don't think I spoiled myself as much as I should have. I should have. Because oh, I would yeah. save. Like, my friends know me. Mina, I'm budget master. I hey. will budget to the mm. T. I will make sure that I budget to the T. Like, I have friends who can spend knowing that, okay, fine, you know what? Money yeah. was made to be spent. Mm-hmm. But for me, mm-hmm. the way I grew up was always have a bit of provision just in provision, case emergencies yeah. arise, just in case this happens. Mm. So I totally understand. You would say, what if? The what, what if, if is mm-hmm. what stops me from fully celebrating any of the milestones that I have. That you have, yeah. Mm-hmm. So most of the time, like people with this syndrome and stuff, it's that we always have this at the back of our minds yeah. that what if, yeah. what if. Then how do you speak maybe to that what if? Do I speak to it in a sense of, you know, forget about tomorrow and just focus on what you have right now is that one of the ways maybe that for me personally that's the exact way i would look at it what this is the present moment i am in and i'm going to live in the present moment and Mm. let tomorrow worry about itself Mm. this is where i am right now and it could be worse Hmm. where I am right now could be worse but I'm better off I'm under a roof mm-hmm. I've got my own things put in place I've got a job that's something to say mm-hmm. so I think coming back and being like this is the moment I am in and I'm going to celebrate the moment I am in let hmm. tomorrow come and we'll worry about tomorrow about, yeah. when it comes but Katesi this is the moment I'm living I'm in living in and stuff yeah mm-hmm. um, you know you are uh, but before that mm. Would you classify maybe this syndrome? It's it much appears within our African tradition, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it is much ignored in our African yes. tradition. Yes. Mm. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. Because Africans, we like working hard. Mm. We work hard. We don't work smart. It mm. takes a lot of. I don't know. I don't know if it's for some it takes coming out of the country or like yeah. the way your family raises you. But what I've noticed with Africans, we tend to work hard mm. and we, we haven't yet. I mean, like now we're gripping onto it, yeah. but we haven't mastered the art of working smart. Because mm. when you're working mm. smart, mm. you're getting more for your money. More for your money. But yeah. When you're working hard, you're working to the tooth and... Mm. You, you, you're, you're struggling. Mm. You're, you're basically struggling. And that's the mentality that we have. So even if you're working hard and you're doing the best that you could, your family isn't really there to acknowledge what maybe mm. you're, you're, you're burnt out. Maybe yeah, you're stressed. Because yeah. getting burnt out is also comes as a result of this Whoa. syndrome being there. Whoa. Whoa. 
you don't know now that you need to rest you need to rest and stuff yeah they so think it's like grinding impilia makiwa uti i we need to have vacation here and there <laughs> we need to do this and there yeah. so i i don't know i think you're right hmm. probably the way that africans think i wouldn't even say africans because that would make it seem like it's just an african it's thing but african people in general thing, yeah. some people just think that working hard hmm. is enough but working smart is just equally as important important wow hmm. Hmm. ladies and gentlemen ah <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah i think this episode in a way <laughs> speaks to me personally and that's the honest truth because i feel like most young people within mm-hmm. our uh, space within our country within our you know maybe in university in the workplace or anywhere even especially maybe in high school you know like yeah, for, yeah. for for the young ones and so forth and i think a lot of people will speak to that because uh, remember when you were in high school let let us maybe take it to in high school and stuff yeah, yeah. were you ever did you ever i know by that time you were not like you know sure that actually i'm i'm not that good enough and stuff yeah, you know yeah. you did not maybe know by then that it was imposter syndrome but when you draw it back down to your childhood maybe in high school especially didn't you probably have no. such know it all i didn't oh, I like I when you. i said in the beginning i didn't experience this imposter syndrome thing because my mm-hmm. parents were very supportive mm. they were very supportive and i think the friends i had then that i yeah. still have now yeah. were also quite supportive i think it's when i came to russia because when i came here and i'm now studying and i'm now doing what i have to do yeah that's yeah, when you start yeah. for me i tend to always think of where i could have been that's only when i realized what maybe there's a there mm. on the smaller spectrum i may be on the imposter syndrome kind of vibe whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. <coughs> but i don't think i really experienced it in high school no i don't mm nice wow <laughs> guys come on man <laughs> yeah i think i um, did um um i i i don't know but um in a way every time every like i see somebody who is hard worker mm-hmm. i know sometimes we get to confused to say that uh, working hard and stuff like how would you speak to somebody who is really a hard worker yeah. someone who is ambitious and someone who just does not want to fail in life because i feel like sometimes that's the that's the other side that somebody who has all these feelings and fears within yeah. themselves that actually i don't want to be there or i don't want to feel like this or i don't want to be in that kind of environment mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you are just a, a hard worker <coughs> you are afraid of failure mm-hmm. and you just want to keep on going what what would you maybe say to somebody like that yo man i think i am what you're saying i'm ambitious mm. I am hard working if I need to be and I don't want to fail in this mm. life in all sincerity but I think I would do what I can. Mm. I would mm. do what I can. I cannot ignore the fact that I have a God I serve that I have full faith in. Mm, so I would do what I can and God would do the rest the because there's only so much that worrying can do. There's only so much that your mm. own efforts can do. Can do. You know wow. there's a verse that says that a, a, a man plans and God laughs. And there's also, there's also a verse that will go on to say that a man plans and God will order his steps. Mm. So I will mm. do what I can and God will do the rest. The rest as ambitious wow. as I am as the desires that I have he knows about them. Mm. So I think for me it's a matter of knowing what I am in control of and yeah. knowing what God is in control of. Cuz wow. it trust I can work hard mm. but sometimes it's not you working hard that will get you where you need to be. Some mm. people have connections that get them where they need to be. Some people have the money to get them where they need to be. Beautiful. And yet Beautiful. there are people who have no connections, no money but have made it where they are right now. Mm. 
so i think wow. just knowing what you can control mm. know what you can do know what is within your ability mm. then you will be at peace i think it, you can start off there mm. Mm. understand what you can and cannot do and what you cannot do <laughs> leave, it. leave it focus wow. and do the best where you can where be you the can, best yeah i think that's something i constantly live with every day because <coughs> somebody who is like i'm i'm, I'm a visionary like i of literally course. every day you know I'm, I'm always one after the next and stuff and mm-hmm. every time like working hard and stuff most of the time you you find yourself in situations where you're actually trying um, your best to 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 not panic in certain situations mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. something comes up and stuff yeah but there's always one thing that I live by and stuff I I I change what I can I do what I can at that mm-hmm, moment mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if I can't do it then just leave it man. <laughs> like get it out of your head and I think yeah. that's one way as well how to deal with stress especially yeah. because yes. I think it's also a common factor in yes. stress yes. That yes. Yes. when you are feeling like you are stressed on all those things it's basically asking yourself that question what is stressing me okay can I do something to change yeah. it yeah yeah and then if you can okay then do that thing yeah. you know yeah. but if you can't try by all means just to avoid it yeah. and just to leave it alone and live it alone and stuff yeah and most of the time uh, doc within our generation <laughs> <laughs> most of the time um it's that i i don't know we live by the yolo principle oh yes <laughs> only once uh-huh. only once that yeah. you live mm-hmm. uh-huh what would you say about that principle and stuff uh, i don't know i think it, it depends on how you take it mm, i think okay. if you live by the yolo principle and mm. you are a risk taker and you yeah. take the right risks because uh. there's one thing about you only live once but you're making all the bad choices you're making all the wrong decisions on, you're not making me. the right talk decisions because mm. if you're only going to live once at least live right mm. That's mm-hmm. the thing. If you're going mm-hmm. to live once, live right. T- make the right decisions. Take the right risks. Risks that will invest in you as a person. Because mm. if you're going to make foolish decisions, sometimes it's the right one, but it's foolish. Because maybe do you have the money to mm. sustain whatever it is that you want to do? Do you have the knowledge to be able to pull through? Do you know the right people to be able to do so? Because it's one thing to push yourself beyond your limits, but have no support. Huh. Be wow. it financial, be it family, be it friendships. If you are doing this on your own and you're saying you only live once and you're making all the risks, uh, you're taking all the risks, you're making all the decisions, but you don't have the right support, you don't have enough money or whatever it is. Like many factors come into play with this whole you only live once you thing. Only live once, because yeah. you only live once, but you're going to live once depressed. Ah, come on. You're going to live once on the go, constantly on the go till you are six feet under. You will be constantly on the go mm. because you are consistently competing with yourself. With yourself. Or with someone else. Mm. Come on. So man. let's, I mean, like YOLO, but YOLO right. YOLO right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. YOLO, but, <laughs> but YOLO, YOLO right. right. <laughs> YOLO yeah, right. Yeah, YOLO, but do the right mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, there's one there's one thing that actually 
um, I, it always comes to my mind when they speak about the YOLO, right? Let's say you yeah. are actually going to a certain, you are you know, taking a route to a certain place or a certain destination. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, maybe you are moving from here to the mall or you are moving mm -hmm. here to another or driving. Let's take driving. Maybe you are traveling to another city yeah. and you're going to visit Moscow, for instance. Yeah. Um, if you and I or we with friends and stuff, we ride jumping to the car and then we are driving to Moscow. Now, this is the YOLO where the YOLO principle comes in to say that YOLO, but YOLO, right? How mm -hmm. is how is that? Because in your mind, you constantly are thinking about Moscow, right? Yeah, yeah. You are in the car. You have not even you. The car hasn't even started. Yes. But your mind is in Moscow. Yes, it's your mind there. is there to say, yeah. oh, I wonder how does the Kremlin look like? I wonder how does this look like? You know, I want to see. I mean, the the, the buildings in Moscow. Yeah, I want to see yeah. everything there. Mm -hmm. Your mind is there and stuff, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You are constantly thinking about it, constantly thinking about it, and then, meanwhile, you are in the journey in the car and stuff. Yeah other people that you are with and all those things mm -hmm. are not are enjoying the journey yeah and they are having the best the yeah. best time yeah. of their lives and yeah. stuff right yeah. but yeah. with you at that moment you will not have actually the best moment because mm. your mind is constantly thinking mm. about the future mm. thinking about where we are going and so forth how it looks mm. like and all those things mm. so that's one principle that i always used to say yeah. we yolo but yolo the right way because the problem is if we focus too much on our destination yeah. then we are neglecting the process the journey of yeah. Yeah, going there because yeah. that's where the journey is important yeah. though because on the road we have to take pictures you know yeah. get out of the car yes. you know get to the gas station yes. fill in something yes. you know have the best time you mm -hmm. know and enjoy mm -hmm. the moment sometimes if you are crazy friends and stuff get out of the car <laughs> hit loud music and actually dance yeah. and so forth yeah and then you know in your way in your way going to your destination mm -hmm. you are enjoying the journey mm -hmm. and i think that it speaks too much with people with imposter syndrome because they never feel like they will reach there they have to constantly yeah yeah and you there. find when they even get to moscow they don't even appreciate moscow when they get there because now it's on. another thing Whoa. you're thinking of another thing now you're, you're now in moscow maybe you're thinking of something else when you're now there you don't even enjoy the journey on your way sure, to Moscow. Now to you're me. in Moscow. You're not even enjoying Moscow. Yeah, mm. Your friends are there and they're focusing on the journey. Not that they've, mind you, the friends that are having fun, it's not like they've forgotten about the destination. Yeah. The destination is still in mind. Mm. But the fact that they're enjoying the process. The process. The process. Because by oh. the time they are getting there, now they are focusing on the next thing, which is, okay, fine, we're here now. Yeah, so let's, let's yeah, live yeah. in the moment. Mm. But for you, you're there, but you're thinking of the next thing. Of the next thing. Whoa. So, so you're right. Too much of everything is not good, right? <laughs> too much of everything is not good. <laughs> too much of everything is not it's good. Not. Wow. Um, so, Doc, in terms of um, this whole thing of imposter syndrome, um, where, oh, okay, maybe for out of your own, you know, um, knowledge and stuff, um, does it affect everyone? Do I need to probably be in, do I need to be a professional in order for it to affect me? Do I need to be maybe a school child as oh, well yes. and stuff? Or it anything? can affect anyone. Hmm. It doesn't affect everyone, but it can affect anyone. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, you have people like Al Albert Einstein. Sure. 
Those were great people. Come on, scientists. <laughs> and they experienced it because he kept pushing. Like, well, thank God that he kept pushing because we know a lot thanks right. to his hard work. Yeah, but he experienced yeah, yeah. it to a certain extent. Mm. So it can definitely affect anyone. But does it affect everyone? No. 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 It does. Like, wow. no, I'm a living testimony. Ay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm a legit. Ah. I'm a living testimony. <laughs> if anything, I feel like, okay, fine. Mm. Perhaps there's the imposter syndrome. I could maybe be suffering from the opposite of it. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. I get I get content. Mm. I get relaxed. Mm. I probably, mm. like, stop thinking, oh, fine, you need to keep going. And yeah. imposter syndrome is a thing of you need to go and you go beyond. beyond like, you go beyond. beyond. Um, as you were speaking like this here, um, mm. the word content, yes. right? And I always wanted you to use this word discontent. 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 Guys, be yeah. be content with yourself, man. You know, it, it just say I'm good enough. Just I, I'm accept. okay like mm-hmm, this. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do you probably think that imposter syndrome it's another sign of depression, or depression is a sign of syndrome? Uh, is there any link between them two? I think they're intertwined. Well, if I'm to say the best way I possibly can because usually depression is as a result of something so maybe mm. it would be as a result of the imposter syndrome because m- most people I, I literally was reading on this and apparently like 86% of the people do not know they're experiencing imposter syndrome hmm. but then hmm. maybe you start seeing them as many just like a disease right a disease, you exactly, don't know it's yeah. there until you start looking at the symptoms the signs that hmm. are showing that are manifesting themselves yeah. in the same way imposter syndrome has got certain things that will come come out hmm. you find this person is like working a, a, a nine to five they come home they're working another one they're like hmm. overworking they're burnt out they're tired they are not happy hmm. they are depressed so i think they're intertwined but it's more of like as a result of this thing being there and you're not controlling you're it not controlling it wow mm-hmm. wow because you need you definitely need to get to a point where you realize that you have it you mm-hmm. realize some people realize when they go for therapy mm-hmm. some people when they're told by friends because then again when you say imposter syndrome most people don't know what you're talking about they're like ah, what is this imposter <laughs> syndrome you know uh, i feel like in our african uh, <laughs> culture you know yeah and then our african parents actually they they don't understand this thing that's why even this whole term of depression and all those things does not exist it's like a joke to them i won't say it's a joke but it's like are you serious like like dude come on like are you actually serious yeah you know my little sister went through something similar my little Mm -hmm. sister went through something similar and she was complaining about um being depressed because Mm. she is a go-getter she works overtime like she does like she's been a straight a student all her life hmm. she's not like me i mean when i need to apply myself i'll apply myself when i need to relax i relax Don't, come on I work you, hard you play came hard. Out, out of a medical degree <laughs> with the distinction like distinction <laughs> so in russia guys we have a de- uh, two diplomas the blue one and the red one the red one means that i mean like you know you 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 you, you did excellent Ooh. i mean no you you i believe that you're also like that but anyway I, I, I get I, I get but like my sister really is mm. a go-getter and she pushes herself to her limit to the point that when she was telling me that she's going through a bit of a, a phase where yeah. she's depressed consistently because she's working herself over when I told my mom the resort was to pray hmm. when I told my dad it's like are you serious not that they don't care but because they grew up in an era where this was like 
you know vulnerability supporting your kids having conversations, conversations with your children yeah. it was a little not really the color that they live by mm. you see so now i had to speak to my mom like mom prayer is important but sometimes a conversation is all that it takes oh, come on Say a conversation again. is all that she needed find out what is going on talk to her encourage her where you can you did it with me you surely can do it with her because there's like there's being overly uh, I, I, I love god and i do respect god but i'm sure even like there are instances where you just know you need to have a conversation for this to be dealt with mm. then mm. there are situations where yes you need to pray but sometimes all it takes is a conversation and sadly the parents we have most of them the time that they grew up in they they're new to this communication thing mm. they're new to this thing sit down and let's have the difficult conversations mm you know maybe mm. you push me beyond because sometimes the parent the depression is as a result of the pressure that your parents give you okay. my parents were not giving her any pressure whatsoever but because she's been a straight a student her whole life, life. you know yeah. she wants to maintain this record right up until she finishes high school she was now in a depressive state mm. Mm. so mm. now it took us just simply talking that's all it wow. took and i recently had a conversation with her and she literally testified to the fact that all i needed was a conversation, conversation. was just you to tell me and that's one way of dealing with imposter syndrome mm. talk about it talk about it whether it has been identified whether you are aware of it or not if you are feeling like you are under the constant pressure to mm. show up or to keep up appearances have a conversation with someone conversation, yeah you know? So I, I think sometimes you should be open and vulnerable about yes. knowing uh, that I'm not feeling okay and I'm not yes. feeling like I'm doing good yes. enough. Yes. Yeah. And, and it all it takes is a conversation. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I normally um, there was once I think I think it's a quote I think um, mm-hmm. that I was writing about the other day and I said um, the only thing it takes is for you to listen. Yeah. But now you are telling the other person mm. that I am here mm. and I want to vent out to you, mm. you know. Mm. So the mm. only thing, just give me your ear. You yeah. don't have to comment. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just let let me yeah. say it to you, yeah. you know. Just give me your ear so that I will mm. take from that. Because all it takes sometimes it's that just by telling someone, having a conversation yeah. with someone, that person listening, it actually brings healing, yeah. healing, yeah. healing, healing and stuff. It does. Wow. Oh, it does. It does. I feel like anything is solved with a conversation. Like they say, a problem shared is a problem half solved. Mm. So if you are to talk about it, you will feel better. better. Because it's an internal thing. That's the thing about imposter syndrome. It's an internal turmoil that's going on in your mind. Mm. It's war within your mind because now you're thinking of the next best thing consistently. You're not talking to anyone. Sadly, some people have family members that will never understand. Mm. Mm. Because, like, for example, the woman I was watching who who watching talked about it she spoke of how it was impossible to talk about this thing because vulnerability was seen as a weakness Mm, in her family mm, mm, but mm. here she is now helping other people on stage deal with the same problem so talking about it watching podcasts you know being being around people who probably appreciate the accomplishments you've had because if you're consistently around people who keep putting pressure you're going to keep wanting to show up (laughs) no one is appreciating anything you're doing so you're consistently feeling like ha i need to do this i need to you're under pressure Mm. you have people who are working because they're paying bills for their families they're paying school fees for their siblings they're doing this and no one is appreciating them Mm. they are going to Mm. consistently feel like they need to 
work hard mm. um, as you're talking like this um, appreciating you know mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. mind wants to spread into into like relationships and so yeah. forth but mm-hmm. that I think it's another meal for another day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I feel like there are a lot of people who certainly are maybe in relationships and stuff yeah but they never feel good enough yeah to be in those oh, relationships yes. and stuff oh yeah yeah like you said Villa, that's another topic because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you're consistently around your partner yeah so if your yeah. partner beats you down just as much as your family is you have sure. no way you are going to find peace Mm. no one is appreciating i can imagine you as a guy maybe you're providing for your family you're doing the best maybe your girlfriend totally a girlfriend allowance mm. but she doesn't appreciate it mm. now she now mm. it's now a requirement, a requirement for her she's yeah. come she's come from a place of appreciating in the beginning when you started giving her to mm. now feeling like ah, but this is what you do every That's month what do what's every happening month without her thinking of all the other burdens it's just an example mm-hmm. you know but mm-hmm. your your fr- your relationships your partners your friends they are also a big factor mm. that, that that contributes to the peace of mind that you have as a person especially if you're suffering from imposter syndrome because what are they putting into you mm. that oh. will help you battle with this thing the right way mm. what are they putting into you are they positive people are they optimistic people who can pull you out of your pessimism or they are people who can beat you down even further. Mm. And I I cannot stress to you enough that having a partner who doesn't support you should just be mm. the cherry on top because this is the person you spend most of your time talking to. Because we're meant to grow again. Mm. We're meant to grow together again. So how am I growing now? I'm suffering with my imposter syndrome, but you're beating me yeah. down or maybe yeah. you're not really acknowledging sure. you know well. you're not really saying anything so as to what I've been doing, what I've been improving. Mm. Whoa, hey, beautiful fam. <laughs> that's why we are here and that's why she's the perfect kind of person to come and actually talk into uh, talk with us in the space of not feeling good enough or the imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, that's why we are here and that's one of the reasons of this podcast, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh that's why we're saying we are having candid conversations, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I believe that we are in an era where some certain things we've tried to be spiritual about them oh, yeah. certain things we tried to mm-hmm. be physical mm-hmm. about them you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. some things we, we we tried we tried our very best to make them work in whatever way and yeah. stuff mm-hmm. but that's one of the reason for this podcast is that we are here to have conversations that matter yeah conversation yeah. that can heal somebody mm-hmm. conversations mm-hmm. that because like really um if somebody is going through that or whatever imposter syndrome and stuff and whenever you hear someone you know mm. saying the same thing like mm. that even myself i can say that yeah there were times whereby um i i, I literally like i went through that state yeah. and stuff because i'm a go-getter oh you yes know? you are one thing after the next after the writing a book <laughs> yes. i want to do this after this you know yeah. sometimes the special lady she always asks me mm-hmm, that. she's mm-hmm. like dude <laughs> when 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 will you say okay you know now i'm done yeah. it is you know so sometimes it's that to say that all it takes it's a conversation have yeah. a conversation with somebody and you will see that you are not weird yeah me being that person and stuff dog so um me being that person to say that i've known this imposter syndrome thing and i've been in through it and stuff now the steps that incremental steps that somebody can take 
in you know healing from that or realizing that okay this is how i go about it this imposter syndrome and stuff yeah. but mm. before this is how we structure this question maybe it's that is it possible for me to come out of imposter syndrome yes okay that's a yes and it then is possible the how part it is oh the how part the how okay part, yeah. it is definitely possible depending on how deep you mm. are in this and depending on how how are you willing to come out of it have mm. you been able to identify that you are suffering from this that mm. maybe you are because that's the first that's where it all starts like even in treatment you huh. first start off by identifying this is what we are dealing with and this is how we're going to go about the treatment of this disease mm. in the same way have you identified yourself as a person who has imposter syndrome are sure. you accepting that you have it huh. you have to accept it first because yeah. if you're in denial the treatment is going to be ineffective it's going to be ineffective yeah. for any disease anyway because it's one thing for you, for them to come and tell you oh, ah you're suffering for this and from, from from this and this and this we give you the pills you go home and your denial your deniability mm. is what causes you to not take the treatment you mm. won't take it Mm. So you need to then accept, okay, fine, this is what I'm suffering from. Yeah. Are yeah. you willing to talk about it? Second thing, are you willing to talk about it? Whoa. Because that's a difficult conversation to have. Mm. Trust mm. me. It's a very difficult conversation. Easy for some, but difficult for most. Yeah. Because yeah. that's you now opening yourself and sharing vulnerable emotions. Mm. And once you do talk about it, yeah. are you now willing to let off the weight? Mm. Lift it off and let it go. Mm. Are you not be content basically ah, nice. be content with where you are in the season in which you are growing in the season in which you are thriving in mm. are you willing to do so because it's one thing to accept it is one thing to have the conversation mm. but after the conversation has been had can yeah. you now let go of that which you don't have control over mm. and start wow. living in the moment that you do have wow beautiful mm. and the last thing that you spoke about as well it's to appreciate yes. the little things. I appreciate the little things. I can't stress this enough, especially to some of us who are here, like you guys who are remaining mm. behind, mm. that if you are suffering from the imposter syndrome and you have discontentment, you need to reel yourself out of it as soon as you possibly can. Mm. Because the path you will take is <laughs> not going to be right. Wow. You will find yourself doing things that you never thought you could do because you're trying to look like or be like. Mm. So you definitely, definitely have to come to a place where you are content with what your parents can provide, with what your job can provide for the meantime, because yeah. most of us are students. Hmm. So what are, what, what, what are you aiming for when you're here as a student? Yeah. Your parents are waiting for you at some point to come back and show the, the, the result of their efforts. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So you definitely have to be able to identify it and deal with it as soon as you possibly can. And of mm. course, like what you're saying, contentment is the key. It's the key. It's wow. the key. Mm. All right, uh, beautiful fam. You have heard <laughs> it. I mean, like, you know, from the horse's mouth. Hi, Dr. Taff. Hi, um, One soul that I really, really re do recommend in anything. I mean, yeah, you know, if you feel like you want to talk with someone about something and stuff <laughs> go to the e to, to, to the to the dms <laughs> yeah oh, because I, I really i really i really think this is, it's it's one um yeah it's one of 
the episodes that speaks to me mm-hmm. and, and personally especially mm-hmm. to people who are hard workers people who are go-getters people who are yeah. always grinding yeah. and yeah. stuff that yeah. it's not wrong for you to grind and stuff no. but appreciate the little things yes. and stuff you know yes. appreciate the little things and uh, I, I mean adore the simplest things that you have in your life yeah, and stuff because yeah. it's a reminder that somebody else does not have those things yeah. you know it you, could be worse right it could be worse that's right? what i always think about anytime i felt like i'm under appreciating where i am i would mm. think wow it could be worse mm. it could be worse i'm here as a student as a foreigner and there's a citizen of russia who's russian sleeping on the street Whoa. So it could be worse. You even have foreigners who are in Russia who do not have the documents. Exactly. To exactly. Get by. So every time you feel you are not enough, just think about how it could be worse sometimes. And for some people that helps. For me it helps that wow. Mm. I'm complaining but <laughs> it could be worse. Well. Come on man. Ah, I mean like yeah. So it is important yeah. um it is important guys and stuff that you should always think that it might be worse. It can be worse. It's not that it can't. It can. It can. It can. But it for the can. fact that you are not even feeling or it's not yet yeah. there. Appreciate. That's a blessing. It's a blessing That's an and so absolute forth. blessing. Yeah, yeah. And in a way and stuff I would say that not being contempt somehow it's the way how like your 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 happiness is being stolen away from you yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. it's being stolen away from mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. and uh yeah i think i think i think that's i think I that's cool that's, that's <laughs> Um, once again ladies and gentlemen you have heard it all i mean this was a candid conversation and really this was one of the conversations that uh, really yeah, are so dear to my heart that imposter syndrome never ever feel like you are not good enough because you are good enough for the fact that you woke up this morning and you know god still blessed you with you know a family and friends and mm-hmm. everything you know you still have everything for the fact that you are still able to see the light and so forth you should be able to know that you are good enough never ever doubt that so before we close and stuff dog any departing words maybe mm, well <laughs> i think i've said enough, said enough <laughs> i've right? said more than enough that's that's super that's super yes. cool that's super cool so ladies and gentlemen thank you thank you uh to our viewers and our listeners if you are still listening and if you're still watching as well we truly do appreciate you and i hope this uh message right here is it's dear to your heart as well and it really 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 like sticks with you and always remember that any little thing that you do in your life i like that nigerian uh meme that said any little morning that i get <laughs> <laughs> I got chop. I got chop. Any little change that I My get, dad. you know? Yeah. So go chop that money. Uh, uh, mm. I mean, always, always try by all means to enjoy the little moments that you get, mm. and always try to appreciate them because somebody else does not have them. Yeah. So, Doc, um, I mean, from Gen Talks Diaries, we truly do appreciate you for coming in Thank today. Thank you for having Thank me. You. Thank you for Thank having you. me. I truly appreciate being here. <laughs> we appreciate, and we just wish you the best in your journey Thank as you, you are going back. I mean, yeah, um, we're not sure. Okay, let me not speak something that sure. I don't yeah. We are not sure. Yeah, but we wish you the best in your journey. And yes. we know that you are exceptionally going to do well. And you are going to excel in every sphere that you are in and so forth. So, yeah, um, beautiful people from above to me, from me to you. It is love. Blessed Sia, proudly, spontaneously sponsored by God. And this is our candid conversation. Gen ah. Talks Diaries. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> 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 <laughs>